0: Let's talk recycling and waste and Casella waste systems. I am joined by Mark Morgan, Strategic Account Manager, Municipal Services with the Casella branch here in Romantic, Willimantic. Mark wants to talk today about yard waste and textiles. Mark, good morning. Tell the folks where you are today and what you're doing today. Good morning,
1: Wayne. How are you? I am just a little bit north in Boston. Massachusetts. Today, uh, this week, there have been several meetings here in Boston with the Solid Waste Association of North America. It's the the annual Waste Con, Waste Conference, where we uh, gather to talk about waste issues, recycling. uh, There's a food waste discussion today, legislation that some states might be trying or coming down the pipe. So it's a a great opportunity to connect with old friends uh, and to learn a whole lot of new things um, here in Boston. So, and last night I got to watch the beautiful moon over Fenway Park. Um, it was actually the first time I'd seen a game there, and uh, it, was, it was better than I had expected.
0: Well, there was an eclipse of the moon back in the 2004 World Series championship game, Game 4. But I guess I digress on that. I assume that you're not the only Casella person there. Maybe there's some other representatives from the other Casella locations around the Northeast?
1: Yeah, we have representation from Massachusetts, uh, Maine. We have some of our home office folks attending as well. So yeah, we are uh, Casella's well-represented
0: Now, at a conference like this, are you there to soak up the knowledge? Or, Mark, do you actually get up on the podium and offer your insight as to what this business is all about?
1: No, my insight at this event, I'm here just talking one-on-one with folks, but also attending some sessions to learn a little bit more about what's going on and what's new in the world of waste.
0: All right. Well, let's see what's going on in the world of waste. And one thing you wanted to talk about, which I thought was something that I'd never thought about before, but of course, when school starts up in the fall, we all talk about going slow and not passing school buses and treating school buses like they're sacred because what's on them is sacred. But you kind of wanted to make a parallel to the safety features that we have driving around school buses, we should extend those to people with those big casella trucks. Tell me why.
1: Um, Collecting garbage is a dangerous job. It's actually the fifth most dangerous job in the United States, according to the uh, Bureau of Labor and Statistics. Um, A collection driver dies um, about, one collection driver dies about every week and a half. So it's a it's a dangerous job, and very often people are driving distracted, as we all know, um, and come upon trucks where there's workers working around those trucks. And we're just asking people to slow down. In Connecticut, it is a law that uh, you need to drive cautiously around waste and recycling collection vehicles, because Connecticut recognizes um, the danger of that job and the value of the people performing that work. So. I just thought it was a great opportunity, like you said, to parallel with school buses and just remind people when they see those blinking lights and they see a trash truck or recycling truck, please slow down. Uh, There could be somebody working on that truck.
0: Like a lot of states, Connecticut adopted the move over law, which basically says get out of the right hand lane or get out of the lane nearest where an emergency vehicle has its lights flashing. Does that extend to the Casella trucks as well?
1: It certainly does Wayne it certainly does, so all waste and recycling trucks, including Casella, um, also you'll see some of our trucks are still branded, Willimantic waste paper. Um, people need to slow down they, if it's not safe to go around, they need to stop and wait till it's uh, safe to go around. There are some very narrow roads in our area, and um, being patient really pays off. Um, collecting garbage can is actually more dangerous than, than first responders. Um, so please keep an eye out for those who are doing their part to help us reduce waste and slow down when you approach those vehicles.
0: Now, you're not supposed to pass a school bus. Are you saying that it is okay, as long as it's done slowly and safely, to pass one of the Casella trucks?
1: That is right. The, the legislation for Connecticut does read that way, that what what we say is slow down to go around. Um, It does allow people to, if it's safe to go around, to proceed safely. But if it's not okay to proceed, that you need to stop.
0: The statistic you gave was pretty shocking. One collection driver dies every week and a half. I mean, who thought about that? I hadn't. But because of numbers like that, is the industry changing? Are you moving toward more automated collection services to increase driver safety?
1: Yeah, and we see it quite a bit in our area. People use carts. You know, they wheel them out to the side of the road. And part of that is, is for the safety of the driver. Uh, the driver doesn't have to get out of the vehicle. They're able to pick up uh, the waste and recycling using an automated arm to load the truck. But we still do provide services in the area, Um, and there are other waste haulers who use older pieces of equipment, Um, but you know, if we're out there collecting bulky waste, picking up couches, there's no really good automated way to do that, so we're using rear load trucks in that situation. But as a company and as an industry, we're moving towards more automated collection services.
0: And let's take this a step further, the impact of distracted driving around the Casella trucks. That's another thing. Just put it down and just wait your turn.
1: Absolutely. Shut your phone off. That text will wait. Um, pull off to the side of the road if you need to. You know, don't fiddle with the radio. Stop fiddling with our phones to make sure that we uh, load our directions correctly. Uh, focus on what you're doing. You're driving a car.
0: Yes, don't fiddle with the radio, leave it on WILI. That's, I think, what Mark has also tried to say, too. Let's move on to yard waste. This time of the year conjures up the images of beautiful fall leaves, which means raking and dealing with yard waste. For the Casella customers listening now, what's the message you have as far as yard waste is concerned?
1: So, like you're mentioning, yard waste is a big thing right now. We're out there raking leaves. Unfortunately, people are putting those leaves in their trash bin, or they're putting them in their recycling bin. In Connecticut, yard waste is listed as a mandatory recyclable, which means that it needs to be managed outside of typical disposal options. Um, But that doesn't mean you throw it in your uh, recycling bin either. When residents put yard waste in their recycling bin, it contaminates loads, and actually may cause a lot of other recyclables to not get recycled because of that contamination. Um, it makes a mess in the truck, and sometimes the sticks can get lodged in our vehicles, uh, causing damage. Yard waste does not belong in either trash or recycling. Um, in, here in Wyndham, there is a leaf pile up at the transfer station. Many of the surrounding towns, Columbia, places like that, There are yard waste piles at the transfer station. If you need to get rid of it, take it to your local transfer station, um, call your town and find out what you can do with it. You can also just leave it on your lawn, mulch mulch it with a mower, or rake it out to the back 40, as it were. Um, But please don't put it in your uh, waste and recycling carts.
0: And, Mark, while you're at it, just define what you mean by yard waste. What are some of the things you're talking about? You mentioned a couple of them there, but give me the full list.
1: So yard waste is leaves, branches. Sometimes it can be small trees. Um, it can be garden waste as well. You know, this time of year, some people are putting their gardens to bed uh, with a final weeding. Don't put weeds in there. Uh, that would be included as well.
0: And I guess that would mean people that do weeding as well. So they get those leftover plants, weeds, whatever they are. So, again, when it comes to this yard waste, people are saying, all right, I'm not supposed to put it in my in my trash can. What, what's the proper way to do it? You, you talk about keeping it on your property, maybe uh, coming up with some kind of a— Of 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 a mulch or things like that.
1: Yeah, like I was mentioning, you can use it. A lot of lawnmowers nowadays have a mulch setting, so you can just drive over the leaves with your lawnmower and just chop them up and leave them on the lawn. Uh, It makes for some good nutrient return to your lawn. Um, You can bag them up or put them in barrels. Take them to your local transfer station. You can reach out to your waste provider and see if we offer yard waste collection in your community. There are some communities in our area that do pick up yard waste at the curb. Uh, there's also uh, other groups that'll pick up your your yard waste. Um, so absolutely keep it out of your carts. I can't stress it enough. Um, it helps keep our recyclables clean, um, reduces contamination, and, and helps with, with our equipment as well.
0: And, again, reach out to your town for specific details on what the rules and regulations are on that. If people place yard waste in trash bins, can that damage the trucks also?
1: Yes, it can. like, if we've got um, sticks and branches in there, it can get lodged in the compactor on the refuse trucks, damaging um, Hydraulic hoses, things of that nature. So, absolutely, it can damage um, damage the equipment. It also is a waste of a resource. Um, placing it in the trash and thinking, well, it's just it's going to an incinerator. What's the big deal? Uh, it's consuming very important um, disposal capacity for real trash. It is, you know, Connecticut recognized that yard waste was something that should easily be removed from our waste stream uh, and composted either at municipal transfer stations or at home. And as a result, they said, you can't put it in your garbage.
0: Mark Morgan from Casella joining us today. Let's move on to textiles and clothing. People switch over from their summer clothes to their fall and winter clothes now. So what's the message you have for people on what to do if they want to throw out some clothing?
1: So, Clothing is something that, um, you know, when we think of getting rid of it, we, we automatically think that, okay, we can just bag this up and maybe we'll take it to a local Salvation Army or Goodwill, something like that. In Willimantic, we also have the Covenant Soup Kitchen. Unfortunately, some people think, well, it's, I'm recycling it, so can I just put it in my recycling bin? And the answer to that question is no, please do not put it in your recycling bin. Um, yes, clothing can be recycled and reused, but it does not go in your curbside recycling container. Um, when it gets put in the curbside bin and ends up in our recycling facility, clothing can get wrapped around shafts, uh, causing damage. And then we've got to have our staff shut equipment down, get into the piece of equipment, and cut the clothing out. So. It can be very dangerous, so it's a safety issue for our staff, um, but it's also, it's not getting recycled. Uh, It gets ruined, ends up being thrown out. If you're looking to uh, recycle and reuse your clothing, please contact, you know, places like the Covenant Soup Kitchen, Salvation Army or Goodwill. There's a bunch of other local places that will take good uh, reusable clothing reach out to them and find out if they're still taking it and when their collection times are.
0: What about clothing that's too far gone to be recycled or reused? You know, socks with a gigantic hole in them or other things that are falling apart, raggedy, things like that. Uh, there, there's some stuff that I would think that even the recycled places, even the goodwills do not want.
1: That's correct. They're looking for good um, Gently used, you know, things that don't have holes in them. Uh, There are a number of animal shelters that might be looking for things like old towels to help with some of the cats and dogs as far as bedding and cleanup. Um, So some of the other items might have reuse purposes at places like animal shelters. But things like old socks with holes in them and things of that nature, those can be placed in your regular trash without issue.
0: So when I put my clothes in a curbside recycling cart, does that cause problems with the sorting equipment at your recovery facility?
1: Yes, it does. It's it's referred to as tanglers in the industry, and it gets tangled up in the equipment, gets wrapped around shafts, um, and can cause damage to the equipment and can be a safety hazard for our employees.
0: So if people want more information on this, the things we've talked about today, or other things on which Ben to put it in, can I put it in a Ben at all, how do they get more information about this, Mark?
1: So I would encourage people to check us out at Casella.com. They can also give us a call at our Customer Care Center here in Willimantic at 860-485-7551. 860-485-7551
0: 860-485-7551 for Casella Waste Systems. All right, Mark, have a good time up there in the hub, and I hope you learn some things at that conference you're at up in Boston.
1: Absolutely. I appreciate the time this morning, Wayne. Have a
0: good day. All right, buddy. We'll see you on the trail. Mark and his wife and I have done the Hop River Trail, and we're going to do it again at some point down the road. That's Mark Morgan, Strategic Account Manager, Municipal Services with Casella Waste Systems on 14 WILI Willematic and 95.3 FM.